What's up, Kyle Height, The New Heights Journey. And today is day 30 out of 30 on the Elevate Life series. I am so grateful that we have done 30 days in January to kick off this year, 2019, uh, to elevate our lives. We want to go to the next level. That's what we're doing this year. We got the New Year's resolutions and all the goals that we're going after. And I'm excited to share some of the things in my life and have been sharing some of the things in my life that it's taught me um, lessons that I've experienced things and I've learned things that's helped me go to that next level. Today we're on day 30, episode 41. Uh, to think that I've done 41 podcasts episodes is kind of crazy, but um, it's been fun. It's been awesome. And today I'm excited once again to talk about something incredible. It is by far the, the only thing, like I know we've talked about mental health and detox and thoughts and understanding that, that was a very foundational thing, but this is something that has done not only an incredible amount of work in my life, but has done an incredible amount of work in the lives around me as well. It's powerful what we're going to talk about today. And I wanted to start this with one thing because in my little entrepreneurial world, and when I look at people who are trying to like teach, we're all like, there's so many times where people are like, oh, this is the secret. This is the secret. Learn the secrets to do this. Learn the secrets to do this. And I kind of get like, yeah, there's things I don't know that you could call the secret, of course. And I'm going to hopefully learn them. But people know it, so it's not really a secret. And then there's even that book called The Secret. I read it. Yeah, it was kind of good. But it was also kind of a bunch of whatever. But today, we're going to talk about the only secret that you need to know that's not really a secret. It's just a way of life. And we're going to talk about giving. Giving is incredible. It will change your life. I can guarantee it. And I don't make really any guarantees, but I guarantee if you start giving, your life will start to change incredibly, drastically, so much. It's awesome. So this secret, the secret to living is giving. And that's what I want to talk about today. And first, again, I want to start with the story. And when I started writing notes and thinking about this and getting all fired up about giving, um, the, the story that came to my mind, and there's so many, there's so many great things that have happened um, and I've experienced just from having the opportunity to give to somebody in some kind of way. And the one I think about the most um, that we're going to talk about that I'm going to share with you involves my mother. And I love my mother. She's the most incredible human being I have ever met on this planet. She's the most feisty human being I've ever met, and she is a fighter, and I've met no one like her ever. But way back in the summer, right in the beginning of the summer of 2017, I was going to quit my job, and I was going to start this entrepreneur thing, start a business and whatnot. My dad and my mom had this idea to move down to Mexico and Ensenada uh, to live on the beach. My mother's health was not doing very well, and my dad was like, well, we can spend the rest of our lives, however much longer that I, like our life together, however much longer that may be, on the beach in Mexico. And that sounds like a pretty good life. Eat cheap, ta- eat cheap tacos, have fresh fish, see Mexico, like be in a different world and just and, like live on a nice house on the beach, which like 
my family does not come from any wealth. But to live in, the, in a house on the beach in Mexico, that's possible. That's possible. And it was absolutely an, an incredible house. So they had this idea to go down there and they wanted to do that just so they could enjoy life together for the time being and live the beach life and go from there. But once they arrived, little did they know that they were going to come across incredible human beings who met this doctor while they were down there. And they heard about a doctor because some of them were very sick. They went down there to get treatment and they were healed. Now, this opportunity came to be um, just from my dad meeting somebody. He didn't know why, like really like what they were going to do in Mexico. But there's always a reason that something starts to build in us. It's because God is calling us somewhere. And so for them to go to Mexico, this was the beginning. This was the first step to getting to meeting this doctor that other people have met to change their lives. And his name was Dr. Hino. My, mo- my mom and my dad met Dr. Hino. He does stem cell treatment. And whatever you think about stem cell treatment or whatever you think like, oh, this is not real, like whatever, it's Mexico, it's, it's just dangerous down there. Like your, pers- your perspective on it and your th- ideas about it are shaped by an experience that you have not yet have. It's only ex- shaped by somebody that has maybe told you this or, the, or movies you've watched or anything like that. So my parents, two white people who do not speak Spanish, living in Mexico is a pretty funny thing, but it's absolutely an incredible thing to what happened from this. The stem cell treatment was going to be, I mean, we saw miracles after miracles after miracles. My dad would call me almost daily every, every time they left the doctor's office uh, how one person would walk in there in a wheelchair and they would walk or they would be pushed in there in a wheelchair and they would have the strength to walk out after the first treatment. An old lady walked in there with her arm in a sling because she hasn't been able to move it for years. And she walks out, waving her arm, like flapping like her, her, her elbow up and down like a wing because she can move it. This insane miracles. People going down there, they're saying they have two months to live. And that was a year and a half ago as they talked to my parents. Incredible things were happening. So of course, we wanted to give this opportunity a go. My mother was taking... She's medications, antidepressants, all kinds of things. She took a, uh, a shot, like a needle shot, every year, every day for 20 years. And then one day the doctor was just kind of like, yeah, I don't think it worked. So we're going to have to try to figure out something else. Like that just infuriates me inside. And to go to a place that's a different country with a different healthcare system was kind of like, okay, let's see what happens here. And they got to go. They got the approval to get treatments. Now the next thing that we had to do was raise some money, and we've done fundraisers before to help my mom, to help my parents, and I am extremely like blessed and grateful, and it's amazing that other people have given have given to us in order to open a door and make a way for us. And I knew that this next fundraiser that we were about to start was like going into the championship round because it was something that we have come to the end of our time. Like we don't know what else really to do uh, except for just sit and watch my mom suffer. And that was very difficult and it's very difficult to talk about. But that's the reality that we are living in. And for this opportunity to come about, like of course we're going to try to do everything that we can. And there was two ways that we could pay for this treatment and this treatment was going to be like 14 
days of an hour and a half treatment of getting stem cells. And the stem cells, well, to look at this, to, to break it down in three different, like, or to tell you three different kind of facts, multiple sclerosis is something that takes away um, the, like the neural, when, when your brain fires to move your arm or lift up your arm or take a step, like it's usually already a habit, but the brain doesn't, it doesn't work. So the, the, the arm doesn't get the signal. So like she's trying to comb her hair and it's very weak and she can't do it. She tries to take a step and her leg doesn't move. She falls down. Her memory is going. Um, her throat doesn't swallow and she can't digest and just like things are not working from her brain outwards. Um, if you remember that ice bucket, ice bucket challenge that talks about ALS, ALS starts from like the fingertips inwards. So it's kind of the reverse of multiple sclerosis. My mother had secondary progressive multiple sclerosis to where it's been basically there's black spots in her brain that don't send these fires and gets like she loses memory and things like that. And going into stem cells, um, stem cells basically like if you take chemotherapy, chemotherapy is something that will just try to kill everything in your body, kill all the cancer. Stem cell treatment is basically like launching an army of stem cells into your body and converting all the bad guys in your, in your body and in your brain and everything like that into good guys. So now you have all good guys in your body healing and, and making things work again and, and restoring what's been broken down before. It's quite awesome. And if you want to look more into it, like definitely do it. Um, but that's what we were looking at and that's what we were doing. And we had to do a fundraiser. That's the only way that we could have done it. And so before we launched this fundraiser, I'm thinking to myself, like it already came above in my heart. Like I am praying that somebody sees this fundraiser and just takes care of the whole bill. Like it wasn't an, an, a, a massive amount of like stem cells. I think stem cell treatment in some areas and in the United States, which is like still in testing, which whatever, we're not going to talk about that. It was like upwards towards a hundred to $150,000. And other places in the world too, kind of the same thing. Uh, but this one was a significant amount less. A very significant amount less. And you could pay either cash or credit. Cash was a little bit cheaper. Credit was not that much more, but it was just a different way of payment that was more. And so when we started this fundraiser, I was like, this is the championship round. I'm praying that somebody sees this fundraiser, wherever they may be, and that they pay for the entire thing. They open this door for us. They make a way for my mom to make it happen. And from that, we launched a fundraiser and I'm still praying this. I'm like, God, I'm praying that somebody sees this and takes care of it. I pray that somebody sees this and takes care of it. And I am scrolling on Facebook one day and I see a girl who launched her own kind of GoFundMe. And it was nothing like extreme, but she had something of hers that she loved that was like incredible for her, that fueled her passion. It was taken. It was stolen. And so she was trying to raise... 600 bucks or whatever to buy a, this new thing. And so I come across this and as soon as I see it, it's like, I want you to, I just get this feeling like I want you to take care of this, the whole thing, the rest of the bill, just trust me. And so I look at it, I'm like reading it and I'm like, this is exactly what I've been praying for. So I'm going to take care of my mom's fundraiser for, and now I'm at a time to where I just quit my job. I'm trying to be an entrepreneur, start a business, um, which wasn't the smartest thing, but I was going for it and took out a little loan, had some money saved. And so like, I, for me to like fork up 
a remainder of a fundraiser was kind of a big deal. Like that could set me almost a month back. And even if it was like five, 400 bucks, 300 bucks, I think it was 300 bucks. And so I saw this and I just had this opportunity to give. And I knew if I like was disciplined in this opportunity that I just believed in a God who did miracles, that something else would happen. Now, my whole point of me giving is like not just to get. It's having this opportunity to help somebody else get what they want. Uh, to give them that feeling, to give that, them that joy, that emotion, that fulfillment, whatever it may be. And for this one, it was just a simple like for this girl to go get what somebody stole from her to buy a new one so she can do what she loves to do. And so I paid for the rest of that fundraiser. I gave her, I think it was like 306 bucks or some 60 or one of, that, one of those two and took care of the rest of the thing and said my name was like John Doe whatever and so she emails John Doe back and it's like I can't believe it like thank you so much this has made my entire year like I'm so excited thank you and of course you know I didn't respond back but that was just something that was great and after that it, I felt I felt good like I like giving I felt good but also a little stressed out because I just forked up some money that I didn't think I would have but I also believe in a God who just does incredible things and I am a man who lives by faith I am fueled by faith um, so I knew that something great would be in return if I was just disciplined now fast forward a whole 24 hours later almost to the T I get a phone call from my dad my dad is up in Reno Nevada where we used to live well where they used to live and where I used to go to college and he was getting some he was seeing some doctors because his own health was kind of fluctuating as well so he was seeing some doctors and he calls me and he says son i just want to let you know that our good friend just gave me a check for eight thousand dollars and that's how much we needed it exactly for the rest of our fundraiser somebody wrote us a check for eight thousand dollars to pay for the rest of my mom's treatment and that opened the door and to something that I never thought I'd be able to experience. I never thought my mom would be able to experience my dad or my sisters or my family. But the act of first giving and then God doing something absolutely incredible and giving $8,000 almost 24 hours later, something that I've been praying for, it just gives me the chills and it gives me emotions and I can't believe that like this happened. And then my mom was able to do her stem cell treatment. She did, I think, I don't know how many she's at now, but she did up to 17 treatments. And six months later, she became the fastest um, case that they've worked with in multiple sclerosis that has seen results. Her MS went into remission because of this treatment. Absolutely incredible. And she is a whole new person. She's still like learning how to walk and get her muscles back, but she, she's getting after it. And... She's a whole new person when I talk to her on the phone and she's still here and she's got so much life in her face and it just is absolutely incredible. I don't want to talk about it too much because it's going to make me cry. But that initial giving, being obedient, and then seeing what God can do in your life, that's like, that's just powerful. That's not a secret. That's just the highest experience of living that you can experience. So that's why I want to talk about giving today. And that's one of many, many stories that I've experienced in my life that they're 
that people have experienced out there from giving. So I want to dive more into this, but I want to start with a quote that I've that I've, I heard one day, and I was like, ah, I want to get that tattooed right on my chest. It says, "We make a life. We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give." And that's that was said by Winston Churchill, and that's so true. Like, yeah, like we make a living by what we get. That's literally how we live. But we can make an entire life. We can open a door. We can create a whole opportunity. We can make a way for somebody else's blessings to come to them. Have them experience a whole different life to which they've always wanted to experience but never thought they could experience. And that's exactly what happened with my mom and my family. And it's absolutely incredible. And I've also come to learn that like giving in all rounds, whether it's time or money, money is always the most difficult to give, definitely. But giving of the time, giving is always going to create um, and build and form wealth faster than getting ever will. And having that idea, that perspective, like getting a whole bunch of money to generate a whole bunch of wealth, to be wealthy. And if you think you're just trying to work smarter to get to get more, to be more wealthy, it's the wrong way. The more that you give, the faster that builds. And it's absolutely like, I just, there's no words that, like emotionally, I can't speak of that because there's no words to put the way that life works and how God works in your life that will ha- have that happen. So before I really started this like giving hiatus that I love and now it's a part of me, um, it's a foundational thing in my life that I had to learn that God was trying to work in my heart. So I started like there's always opportunities to give. Always. Every day. If you just walk outside, look to your left, there's somewhere that you can give. Buy somebody coffee, whatever. There's opportunities for you to give every single day. So I started to realize that God was trying to work in my heart more. He was trying to posture my heart in a way to which I would be able to do things in my life that I never thought I would be able to do. Some things that I've always wanted to do, but I never thought I could do. And he was working inside of me and it just was simple tests, simple being obedient with giving. And I first would get like on, I would go up and down. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to give, whether it's to the church, I'm going to tithe to the church 10% of my finances this month. And I gave, I'm like, okay, this is awesome. This is great. I feel good. Like some cool stuff would happen. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it again this next month. I'm going to give. I'm waiting for stuff to come back to me. And then I'm like, okay, nothing's working. I'm no longer giving. And I would stop. I'm like, oh, well, my finances are like, I'm really tight. I got to pay bills. And I would stop. And most people do. And like, I, that makes perfectly logical sense. If you can't pay your bills, like, why would you give? But me, I think a little bit differently on that. I then would go up and down, like I said, and then I finally made it a, a, a big commitment. Like, I'm going to give every month. 10% or more. And I did. And I have been. And my life has changed. And I even, the hardest part of me having the opportunity to give, whether it was to church or to the people, was I was giving, I was giving, I was giving. And then, of course, I was being selfish because I'm sometimes human. And I was just waiting to get in return. And I was giving, and I was giving, and nothing was coming in return. And then I was giving, and then 
this business deal falls through and now I'm living in my car and I'm broke living off breakfast burritos basically. And I'm like, I've been giving. What is the point of this giving if nothing is happening in my life? But through those tough times, God was still working inside of me. He was still working on the posture of my heart to do something, to rebuild a foundation because he wanted to rebuild and pull me something through, pull me through this frustration rather than have me continually build a life on the wrong foundation, but be disciplined and build my life upon giving. And so I have. And from that, I mean, one thing just, it just started the snowball effect. This job, place to live, opportunity, client, 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 bigger, growing, scaling, all these different things, friendships here, meeting the right person, business partner, all these things have started to happen in my life because I started to give. And I can guarantee you, and I don't make very many guarantees because life is life, but if you start giving, if you give for the next six months, your life will dramatically change within the next six months. If you give for the next 12 months, same thing. If you continually give, like the abundance that you will get to experience is amazing. But you have to have the, the positive mindset and perspective of it. You're not giving to get. You're giving because you get to give. It's an opportunity that you do have. You do have an abundance. We live in America. We have the opportunity to give. We are rich, all of us. We are rich. So as I dive more into like the note parts of my sec of like my what I wrote down today, I just wanted to talk about like add this in there to where the giving is great, but what it does to the human soul. It it's kind of like a mastering of this. I learned it as called the art of fulfillment. Because if you have all these things, all this stuff, all this money, all this whatever, but you are not fulfilled in your life, you have nothing. That's the ultimate, ultimate failure. Having everything but not being fulfilled, you have nothing. And giving is this choice that not only builds faith and builds trust, but allows you to live in this beautiful state of peace and joy and happiness and patience and kindness, love, and all these other kind of things that makes life so much better, experience, makes the experience of life so much better. It's incredible. It's absolutely insane. I love it. Just because of this quote-unquote secret of life, you give and watch what comes back to you. It opens an entire door. Energy inside of you is just feeding life. Life supports whatever supports more life. So if you are giving, supporting more life, life is going to support more life. That's just the way things work that I believe, that I've seen, that I've experienced, and that I've witnessed. That's the beautiful, beautiful thing of giving. And also giving, I'd rather have... 90% of my finances, 90% of my time, but mostly finances, <laughs> be blessed so they can be powerful, they can be impactful, they can like change directions of humanity, they can change the course of somebody's life that's being going down the wrong path that I give them 
that I have the opportunity to give them uh, the chance to walk down a different path. I like that. That makes me fulfilled. Maybe it's selfish, but I know it's great because I know that my life is not about me. It's about the other people around me. So I get to do that in more and mass quantities when I have the opportunity to give financially. And if I only had 90% of my finances blessed, that's way better than having 100% of my finances every month. Not be blessed, not be powerful, not make ways, not create ways, not open doors for other people. 90% of the income that is blessed that can do that is way more better. It's way powerful. So I wrote down a couple points here that uh, it's called happy money spending. And I want to just talk about three things that I give. And most of the time, like, I know this whole episode here before, or this kind of, you know, stories and stuff like that have been about giving to other people. But also, like, taking care of yourself, giving to yourself has a return that's tenfold as well. Um, the first thing I wrote down is, like, you're taking care of yourself. Like, you're putting the mask on yourself first in order for you to give to other people. Um, you invest and you give yourself. Invest in the experiences. For me, I like to travel. I like to learn new skills. I like to read books. I like to buy courses. That's how I give to myself. Giving to myself allows me to learn these skills or learn things or be in positions to where I meet more people, to where more things can happen because I get to give to them or I get to give financially to something that they have or to a charity that they have or something that I believe in. And then that also down the line, like I, I give to myself to buy time so I can give my time in other places, if that makes sense. Because the way I look at it is if I am able to buy time, I'm able to give my time, my new open available time, to something that's more um, impactful. Whether it's at church, whether it's at a charity, whether it's at volunteering, whether it's just sitting by myself and meditating. That's the giving that you have in return, the getting of something that's more incredible. And of course, the thing that we've talked about this whole time is investing and giving money away to others. Giving money away. The thing that I've talked about a couple of times is that we always hear that money can't buy you happiness. But money can buy you happiness and money can make you happier. It's not the amount of money that you spend, but it's actually how you decide to spend it that matters. That's why you invest and you give to other people. You give to something that's, that can be bigger than you. You're giving, whether it's to a charity or whether it's to a family or whether it's to just a single person, the effect, the happiness that we feel from helping other people is not only helping other people is not only more intense, but it will last longer too. Let's say you buy a car, great. You drive the car for a week, it's like, eh, whatever. I have this new car, cool. You give to a family who needed to make rent, who needed to have thanksgiving dinner who needed to put their kid into school or needed to pay for medical bill give to a church that's expanding that's doing great things that's giving their own money away to charities and things like that as well that is something that will last forever it's insane i love it it's a great feeling it's a i just i want you to experience it people get more satisfaction spending money on others than they do spending it on things most of the time, like even though I said buy, like give to yourself, but giving to others is the biggest one out of all that. 
This is the quote-unquote secret to life. The secret to living is giving. And this allows you to have and to experience the highest form of living. It's an incredible feeling. It's an incredible thing that creates and breaks old habits and opens doors and breaks cycles and generational sin and all kinds of things can start with you if you start to give. That's what I believe. That's what I do. I'm trying to impact billion with a B, lives. And I know it starts by giving. I know it starts by being obedient and giving because then that sets into motion so many other things. I just wanted to thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope this episode specifically encourages you to start giving. Give the next six months and I can guarantee the next six months from now, your life will be in a completely different state. Give the next 12 months and longer, even better. And it's only going to get better. Build that that habit, that heart posture, that way of life that opens your heart and opens your hands to give. And don't be focused on getting. The best part is giving. Trust me. It's amazing. That's it. This is 30 days of the Elevate Life series. <sighs> From now on, I'm still excited to do the New Heights Journey podcast. Um, it'll be every Monday night I'll be releasing uh, a podcast episode. I'll be posting whether on Facebook or maybe I won't because that's, I just don't post on Facebook all the time. But that's how it's going to be. Every Monday night until something else comes up or until I decide not to or gets too crazy or maybe twice a month. But right now, every Monday night, there's going to be an interview. It's going to be something I learn. I read a lot of books, something that I just share that hopefully elevates your life to the next level that I get to experience on my journey, the New Heights journey. That's it. Thanks again for listening. If you haven't subscribed, please do. If you feel like this would impact somebody else's life, please send it to them. That's all I ask. That's your job is to help other people. That's why I share. Until, oh man, February, which is tomorrow. Until the next Monday. I'll see you. I'll speak to you. I'll talk to you. I'll tell you stories then. Thank you again. Much love.